Hello, and welcome to a new episode of From the Honeycomb Podcast. I am your host, Katerina Borenova. Each week, we dive into a blend of topics that resonate with the soul. Whether you're an architect enthusiast, have a passion for wanderlust, want to discover holistic approaches to rejuvenate your body and mind, or are intrigued to learn about Vastu Shastra with a modern approach, you've come to the right place. Join me as I sit down with inspiring, like-minded women from various walks of life. We will delve into their journeys to discuss the challenges and moments that define their paths. So sit back, relax, and let the spark of positive energy ignite your curiosity. So let us raise our glasses, or in my case, my mug with my tea, (laughs) to celebrate two years of From the Honeycomb podcast. So cheers to two years of From the Honeycomb podcast. I have to say it twice because I still cannot believe it. (laughs) I cannot believe that it has been two years. It has flown by so much. And I am so proud of how much growth has happened this last year, the incredibly inspiring guests I've had on, and really the confidence I have gained through having this podcast. I mean, you know, the first few months when the podcast came out, I barely wanted to market it. And I really didn't, you know, so, so worried about, you know, what would people think? And, you know, kind of that expectation, like, would people think this is silly? And now I'm just like, here's this episode. I mean, I had a, <laughs> which we could, we'll talk about later, but I had a podcast about the history of pineapples. Like, what the fuck was I thinking on that? Like, so it's just, I feel like the confidence I have with especially speaking, Public speaking, recently I've had to do some more public speaking, and I've noticed that there's just so much confidence in how I speak and articulate, and just this podcast has been such a important part of my life this last year, I think, and just overall in helping me grow as a person and really get get that confidence. But yeah, so without further ado, let's get into today's episode celebrating, again, two years of From the Honeycomb podcast. Mind freaking blown. So as you know, we begin every episode and we have begun every episode by sharing something that we are grateful for in the present moment. And what I want to, you know, share what I'm grateful for in the present moment is someone who without them, this podcast would not be possible. And that is my podcast editor, uh, Cha, who has been absolutely incredible in she's edited every episode since we started which is absolutely incredible i can't believe we've been working together for 2 years and it has been i've never really had anyone work for me or like you know someone who you know i give direction to as much as i i give her direction for you know what to keep in how to you know when to put the music where and stuff and she has also helped shape some of the intro music when things you know fade come in just she has really done such a such a great job with the podcast episodes and without her it would not be possible because I don't know how to edit. <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know if I want to learn how to edit. So I just want to say I'm really grateful for her because like I said without these without her help, without her, you know, hard work and dedication, these podcast episodes would not be able to come out because they would only get past to this point where I'm recording. They would never be edited. So, Shaw, thank you so much. I am so, so grateful for you and for making From the Honeycomb podcast possible. So, as you noticed at the beginning of this episode, there was a new intro. So, last year for the one-year anniversary, I recorded a new intro because the podcast has kind of evolved and I kind of, you know, started to get my footing on, okay, what do I want the podcast to be about? Now, since last year, 
I think the podcast has evolved even more, and I thought it would be the right time again to record a new intro, one that really encompasses that growth that From the Honeycomb podcast has experienced this year and wanted to really take it to that next level. So that is one of the new things that are happening here at From the Honeycomb podcast is there's going to be a new intro and a new like send-off, conclusion, ending. So you'll get to that at the end of the episode. So that was that's some new things going on. And looking back on this last year, some of the other new things that I'm really proud of that From the Honeycomb podcast was able to accomplish, that I was able to accomplish, is the first annual Women in Architecture series, which is the gift that keeps on giving. I am so, I was so excited to have been, to putting together the, the From the Honeycomb Women in Architecture series. Last October, it came out. I, I wish I could remember when I got the idea for it. But I know in the month of October, I was supposed to be studying for my last California exam. And so I knew while I was studying for the exam that I needed to have episodes out that would already be pre-recorded, put together, ready to go, so that I could really focus on studying for that last California you know, architecture exam. Little did I know I would also have COVID. I would be coming back from a trip from Europe where I would have caught COVID was already sick before the trip, during the trip, after the trip, and working 40-plus hour work weeks. It was a really, really stressful time. But seeing how much like positive response came from that Woman in Architecture series, I was so excited. And I thought, oh my gosh, this is you know the one time of the year I'm going to have Woman in Architecture on. And then I realized there are so many women in architecture that I wanted to have on that I've kind of sprinkled episodes throughout the year with other women who are in the field of architecture in a way, but I still really want to focus in on October in the Women in Architecture series. I guess I can say it on today's episode because next week's episode is going to be the first Women in Architecture series episode. So I guess, yeah, this is an exclusive. You guys will hear it here first. Actually, no, you're going to hear it in my newsletter first, but that comes out September 7th, so it's already too late. <laughs> but this year's Women in Architecture series has been so fun putting together because I really wanted to think of a theme that would really go with being a woman in architecture. And I started to think about the different stages, the different chapters of you know your architecture career. Starts out when you're in school, you're going through architecture school. Then it's getting out of architecture school and you're studying for your exams. You know, as you're studying for your exams, of course, you're working at a job and, you know, at a firm and kind of finding your footing. What's your role? What are your responsibilities? And then, as you know, some women, many women experience is how to incorporate motherhood into architecture. And so I have four special guests who are coming on the podcast, and in each week we are going to talk about one of those chapters. So I'll give a little tease. The first episode is going to come out next Friday, and it's with my friend Lauren. You've probably heard her on the podcast before. She's the Navy officer, licensed architect. She and I are going to talk about, we went to the same architecture school, so I wanted to share both of our experiences. <laughs> it was pretty surprising how little we remembered. But that episode is going to be super great to, you know, listen to. And, you know, we kind of talk about, like, did architecture school prepare us for the real world, for the exams? You know, she and I took the exams. You know, we were kind of our accountability buddies together. And so I'm really excited for that podcast episode to come out because it was kind of kind of enlightening to re realize we didn't even remember certain professors' names. So that's a fun episode. Week two, you're going to hear from my friend Sarah, who's in the midst of her ARE exams. She's going to talk about, you know, what it's like studying for the exams, failing, passing. And what's really exciting is 
The week we recorded the episode, she actually had an exam the following week, which she passed. So congratulations, Sarah, for passing. I think it was PDD. And so we really talk about the exams, and I wanted to bring someone on who I know is in the midst of it, and who's in the midst of it is going through, you know, passing, failing, the whole emotional of how am I going to approach these exams while working full-time. So you're going to hear from Sarah. Then week three, my friend Eva is going to come on the podcast. She is a design associate who works up in the Bay Area. And we're going to talk about, you know, what it's like working at a firm. You know, how do you kind of make the transition from school to the firm and finding your place and really just navigating the profession? And so that's a super fun episode as well. And then lastly, to conclude, we will have someone who I actually put on my I, I got to say this, I, is I put her name on my like vision board idea for this year. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to have Gloria Klotner on from the Honeycomb podcast. Some way, somehow, I'm going to ask her to come on. And I thought she would be the perfect fit for this last episode because she's the author of the book, The Architecture of Motherhood, Your Blueprint to Glow as a Businesswoman and Mom. And so she seemed like the perfect person to have kind of conclude that architecture journey. You've gone through school, you've gone through your exams, you're working at a firm, but then how do you bring in motherhood? So I'm really, really excited to be bringing you the second annual Women in Architecture series that begins next week. So definitely tune in for that. Another big thing that I was really proud of this last year is my newsletter. This newsletter, it was supposed to come out in January, but then I don't know what happened. Instead, I decided to have it come out in March for my birthday, March 7th. It always comes out on the 7th. That's my favorite number. Also, I was born March 7th, so that's why it comes out on the 7th. I also thought about when I was putting together the newsletter, you know, should I do it weekly? I'm like, I don't know if I have time for that. Should I do it every other week? No, once a month, but when, what time in the month should I do it? ended up settling on the 7th, and I've been really enjoying putting together the newsletter. So the newsletter includes, first, a personal message from me, then kind of a behind-the-scenes, so I'll kind of do a photo that is definitely something I don't share on social media. I've had photos of me, like, working at a campsite. I've had me, like, straight out of the shower designing and sketching, which just, like, some behind-the-scenes stuff that I'm, you know, or pictures with family and things like that. So I want to kind of give you that extra inside look, that exclusive look, kind of behind the scenes of everything that's been going on and things I I don't share on Instagram. And then what else is there? Oh, I like to share some architectural articles. So I'll look into like two, you know, three intellectual architectural articles, which is always like a tongue twister to say. Those are always fun to kind of find because I kind of sometimes want to go on theme or with things happening or, you know, places I've been thinking about. But that's been always, you know, fun to put together and kind of has me looking for interesting episodes, you know, not episodes, (laughs) interesting articles online as well. So there's that. There's also a Vastu Shastra tip of the month, which I'm going to be sharing more of. I feel like I've been sharing some good good tips, but um, there will be those those tips as well. Sometimes I bring in something from the mailbag. So if I got a good message or a po- you know like a positive message about one of the episodes or about the newsletter or about anything that I am working on, I like to include that. I like to you know give a shout out to the person because I think that's really really important to be kind of sharing with you the community. Like I, I think you know the community that I've started to build with from the Honeycomb Podcast. Like I'm so happy about it. I'm so honored that so many people reach out because you know this is just for me. It's like I don't have you know, hundreds of thousands of followers either, but like the community I've been creating has been really I'm really grateful for it. 
And so there's also a book club, which I have to thank Julie from The Mindful Potter for inspiring the book club, which I love to read. And having been done with my architecture exams, this year I made it a goal to read as many books as possible. I don't know, I think I'm on book like 18 at this point of the year. I don't even know, I've lost count. But I love reading and I love putting together this book club. So each month there's a book, a novel that either kind of fits in with what's going on in the seasons or just kind of like if it's summertime, a good beach read, if it's serious or not. There was one book, I will admit, was awful. I really regret recommending it, but maybe somebody enjoyed it. So yeah, so there's been some good books. There's actually one of my favorite books this year was one of the books of the month. And so that's all kind of included in, you know, the newsletter. And there's just more. There's, you know, you get kind of an exclusive look at what episodes are coming up from, from the Honeycomb podcast. And there's just it's going to keep evolving and growing as well. And if there's anything you'd like me to incorporate, of course, any feedback. I love getting feedback, constructive criticism, please, not just criticism. <laughs> I will definitely take into account just to hear, you know, I'd love to hear from you what you think of the newsletter. And then one of the things that I'm shocked about from this last year is I have video reels and I have videos from the podcast episodes because when I first started from the Honeycomb podcast, I would record on video each episode because I wasn't sure if in the future I would need it for a video. I was like, how am I going to do this? You know, when I started back in 2021, there was a few podcasts that had videos out, but not like what it is today, where today I have a ring light. I have a studio kind of set up, essentially. I have hair and makeup done. I have to think about my outfits. <laughs> you know, there are, there's more thought that goes into it than when I first started, where it was just me probably in some pajama top, just recording, not really caring what facial expressions I made or what camera I looked into. So the it definitely leveled up this year, I think, and I'm really proud of myself. You know, I switched to Riverside for recording, which makes it so much easier to be able to put together video reels. So that's been that's been really great. So a lot has happened in this last year. All of that happened in the last year, okay? You know, not the last two years, the last year. So lots and lots of growth with From the Honeycomb podcast. And so looking back, I want to talk about some of my favorite moments, my least favorite moments, and things like that, and what you can kind of expect moving forward with from the Honeycomb podcast. My gosh, I've said that word. So I've said from the Honeycomb podcast so many times, you might, might make this into a drinking game or something. Drink every time I say from the Honeycomb podcast. Yeah. I don't know. That does not, I, it is early in the morning. I am drinking my tea, taking shots right now does not sound appetizing at all. But if that is your jam, go for it. Okay. I don't even know if I'm going to leave that part out. That seems kind of silly. But anyway. All right. So my favorite moment of from the Honeycomb in the last year is this fangirl moment I had when Ben Norkin's team reached out to me and asked if Ben could be on From the Honeycomb podcast. When I got that email, I freaked out. So if you've listened to Ben Norkin's episode, you'll know he is someone who's created Hyperfine, which is study material for anybody taking their ARE exams, their architecture exams. He has created incredible, incredible study material. And I used that study material while I was going through the exams. I also was trying to learn Revit a few months ago. He also has a Revit course. So I was, you know, always kind of looking at his his content and everything like that. And so when he his team reached out to me, I was like, I made it. This is, I have made it. <laughs> I was so excited. Of course, I wrote my friend Lauren right away. I was like, oh my gosh, you won't believe it. Oh my gosh, Ben wrote me or his team. Like they want, you know, he wants to come on from the Honeycomb podcast. 
she's like, oh my gosh, you're so famous. Like, it was just so exciting. I also wrote my friend Sarah and I just, the people who knew and I told Jesse, I was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe it. So that was like a real highlight of this last year because sometimes I think like, you know, is it, is it kind of silly what I'm doing? I'm just doing my, you know, podcast. I'm not obviously making thousands of thousands of dollars. Really, I'm not making much off this podcast, but it has brought me so much joy and I love connecting with so many people. The fact that someone like Ben wanted to come on the podcast was such a huge honor. So that was definitely a highlight of this last year, for sure, among all of the many, many amazing moments that have happened on the podcast and because of the podcast, for sure. Now, the moment I wish I could redo... (laughs) I kind of was like, I don't want to be negative and be like, oh, what I what I regret. But there's something I wish I had not done or that I wish I had, I could redo from this last year. And that is the episode about the history of pineapples. I don't know what I was thinking. No, I know what I was thinking when I was trying to record that podcast episode. I was thinking oh, this is going to be so interesting because, you know, pineapples have to do with like hospitality and hospitality is like hotels and that's like architecture. And somehow in my mind, I was wrapping it around that this is going to be so fascinating to learn about the history of pineapples and everything. And as I was doing the research, I was like, this is, I really had to research because I was, and I had to fact check because I wanted to make sure that the information that I was learning and, and sharing was going to be correct. And it was like probably one of the episodes that I did like the most amount of research. There's a few Vastu Shastra episodes where I definitely did a lot of research and I wanted to make sure that the information I was providing was things, you know, that I had found and were from reliable sources. But the history of pineapples was, I took way too much, that took way too much effort, way too much time, way too much research to put together for like a 20 minute video or 20 minute episode. So I... (laughs) I don't know. And I remember sitting down and recording it. And I remember I painted my nails yellow, I think, for that episode. And I had my like yellow ring on. And I had this like, you know, more of a tropical top on, although it was cold because it was like February. So that's an episode where I'm like, I don't know. It didn't really work with the theme of the podcast. It did, it did okay as far as downloads. But it just like, as I, then I said, I started promoting it. I was like, this is the most random shit ever. So that's something I probably would have not done. It's kind of funny looking back on it, but that's definitely something where I'm like, I don't know if I would have done an episode on fruit again. I mean, it's not even my favorite fruit. Like my favorite fruit is papaya, but lately passion fruit has just become, I don't know if it's because it's from like in Madeira, they had so many passion fruits, which is the island we got married on. I just, there's something about passion fruit and I've been buying it at the store more. Now that I think I know, I know when to eat it, depending on how ripe it is and all that. I love passion fruit. We got passion fruit at this French restaurant by us the other night for dessert because all I can have is sorbet because I'm lactose intolerant in case you didn't know. It was so good. And I was like, this is such good passion fruit. I love passion fruit. So unfortunately, I don't know if papaya is my favorite fruit anymore. I do think passion fruit is a huge contender for that first place. So maybe I'll do an episode about passion fruit. I don't know, but pineapple is pineapple. So I don't know what I was thinking there. Now, looking at the future, so what will you see in the next year of From the Honeycomb? Well, I have a few ideas. I have a few, you know, creative things that I'm thinking about. I'm like, oh, you know, I've got some guest ideas. There's definitely, you know, people I would love to have on the podcast. And I definitely know we're going to see more growth. I think based on how this last year went, I think the 
momentum is only going to keep growing. And I think because of the confidence, the comfort I have now with the podcast and this platform and the technical aspect of it with Riverside and all that, which, oh, by the way, if you don't know what Riverside is, it's the program I use to record my podcast episodes. So it does the video, it does the audio. I think you can edit on it now. And then it's got a few other cool features. But anyway, I use Riverside. I did used to use what was the one before I used? Squadcast. Did not like it. Calls would constantly drop. Not really good quality, but Riverside, really, I really, really like it. So that's been kind of what I've been using. So if you're thinking about starting your own podcast, which I encourage everybody, you should all have a podcast. I think it's so much fun. I think the people you meet, it's just so fun. So if you do start one, I recommend using Riverside. I think it's called Riverside.fm Studio or something like that. So anyway, I recommend it. I really enjoy using them. So yeah, I don't know which package I have, but I think it's like the professional one or something like that. So I can get like, I have a cloud storage and all that and everything. So that's the technical side of it. But that being said, I don't know if I'm going to move to YouTube this next year. That is something I've been thinking about. I've been talking about with certain guests who have come on, like, you know, off, off the recording sessions. Is YouTube something I could look into? Would I do YouTube? I don't know because right now with how much time I'm spending on the podcast, if that's another possibility of a platform, I don't know where my video editing strengths are and and what that would all really mean. So YouTube is kind of at the fore, you know, I know a lot of podcasts this last year also have made it to YouTube and I think it's very interesting. I don't watch podcasts on YouTube, so that's why I'm kind of maybe more resistant to it because I'd rather listen to a podcast. I don't necessarily need to listen to people talking into microphones and looking at each other. I don't know. That's that's kind of how I see it. No offense. Of course, if you have your podcast on YouTube, that's absolutely amazing. Some people like watching it. You know, I guess it's like a talk show, but I just, I don't know. I don't know if I, if I see myself getting onto YouTube. So that's something that's, it's in the back of my mind, but we'll see. And then, of course, you know, my monthly newsletter, I hope to expand that even more. And as you heard from last week's episode about my Vostu consultation services, that's something that I also want to keep growing, sharing more Vostu, you know, knowledge with you as I continue to really just continue learning Vostu. There's just so much. And I know that there hasn't been a podcast on Vostu most recently. I don't think I have had one. I definitely want to get back into recording more of those. But yeah, there is definitely, there is just so much stuff I want to do. <laughs> and I mean, I already have pretty much every episode lined up, not recorded, but pretty much I know which episodes are going to air what, what topic till through the rest of 2023. So with that being said, there's a lot, I've a lot going on behind the scenes and a lot of fun, fun guests and projects coming up. So Lots to look for on the platform. And of course, I'd love to hear from you. If there's someone you specifically would think would be a great person on the podcast, you know, let me know. I definitely do some vetting on who I think would be a good person to have on. Or I know it's very female guest orientated. I don't know if I'm going to stray too far from that. I really do like connecting with women, being in a male-dominated industry. I and, you know, now that I work for myself, that's a little different, but I'm usually surrounded always by men and all day, or I used to be constantly surrounded by men. 
that once, you know, I came to work on my podcast, I really didn't want to hear from a man or a male. So that was kind of one of the reasons I've really pivoted more towards women because, yeah, I work with so many men. It's kind of refreshing to be having conversations with women and especially women in architecture. So that's kind of why, you know, it has been so so female driven. So maybe I'll have a few, another male on or something. And it's only been Jesse, my husband, and Ben. So we'll see. We'll see what the next year will bring. And let's talk about the top downloaded episodes this last year. So the second year from the Honeycomb podcast, these, I was going to do the top three, but it's actually top four because in second place, we have two episodes tied for most downloads with the first episode being episode 79, attaining your architecture license and gaining the confidence to start your own firm with Ben Norkin. And this was just such a great episode. I really, really like talking with Ben. Like I mentioned, it was such it was kind of like a full circle moment talking to him, having the podcast because, you know, I had heard his voice a few times in some videos as I was studying for the ARES or learning how to use Revit and then having the conversation, like talking to him that, you know, and, and then hearing his voice and having a conversation with him. It was just like, wow, you went through your exam. You know, I went through my exams, listening to your voice and using your study material. And then now I'm talking to you about, you know, starting my own firm. And so that was a huge moment. And that was a really, really great episode. So that was number one. So tied for second place is episode 64, Studying Culture Through Art with Graduate Student Michaela Denning, which is, of course, the episode with my sister, which I really like sitting down to talk to my sister Michaela about art history. I mean, it was really fascinating because, you know, when you think about some of like your family members and what they're working on or studying, you don't really sometimes have conversations. It's more like, oh, how's work going or how's school going? But this conversation allowed us to really sit down and I got to hear, you know, Michaela's perspective on art. And it was so funny, like we both have the same like favorite art museum, mine from an architectural standpoint, her from the artwork. So that was kind of a great conversation. And I really learned more about her interest in art history and why she's studying it. So that was a really great episode. And then also in second place is episode 83, Navigating Architecture School and Leveling Up in Your Profession with Architecture Coach Krista Marcovecchio. <laughs> I think, I, yeah, I got that right. <laughs> that was also such a great conversation. I really, I mean, I think I've formed, I'm sure Krista's listening to this, hopefully. I feel like I've also kind of gained a friendship now with Krista just through social media, having her come on the podcast, but she was just so fun to talk to about architecture school. And I wish I had known her during architecture school in the way that like her present day present self, because when I was going through architecture school, there was so much where I just was like, why are we doing this? Why is this how it is? And she really breaks it down and says, you know, it's okay. Like if you're not good at something in studio, that's not going to define you in your role, you know, your architecture career. You're going to find what you're good at. And then that's what you're going to be, you know, valuable to employers and things like that. But you may feel like if you're struggling in architecture school, it's okay. Architecture school doesn't cover everything that you can pursue with an architecture degree. So that was a really, really great conversation. So, I mean, I love all the conversations I have, but I think these three have been really were really great. And then in third place is episode 84, Celebrating the Strength and Resilience of Female Architects with licensed architect Caitlin Brady. And that was also such a great conversation to talk about. I mean, I, Caitlin also has a podcast, the Architect Tech Podcast, which you definitely should check out. That really highlights so many female architects and females in the architecture industry and talks to them because 
as she's noticed, you know, talking to other women and as I've noticed is everybody's story is so unique and so different and the challenges and the struggles and the way things have evolved in their life throughout their architecture career. It's just so different for not only every person, but for every woman. And so that was a really, really good, I've really enjoyed that conversation as well. So, you know, these four episodes, really great. And I just, I'm just so grateful for all of the guests I've had on this year because it has truly been such a fun year. I've really, you know, evolved with the conversations. I've learned so much. I mean, just had so many different, you know, unique perspectives on the podcast. So yeah, but that's always kind of fun. I always like to see like, so what did you guys really listen to the most? We know what were the top downloads. Just also think about what are you guys excited for the next year and what really kind of has captured your attention. So it sounds like architecture and art and art history and just talking about, you know, just having great conversations with great people, <laughs> I guess I should say. So thank you so much for it's I'm so grateful for you all downloading, you know, the episodes each week. It means so much. And so with that being said, I want to talk about the top countries that downloaded episodes in this last year. And there was a new country that bumped another country out from last year. But in first place, again, was the United States, of course, with the top three states having downloads, California by actually a freaking landslide, New York and Georgia. So I don't remember what last year's was. I think it was California, New York, and I don't remember what that third state was. But anyway, go Georgia. Yeah, you guys were the top three states to download episodes. Now in second place for top countries downloading episodes is Canada, which was a very pleasant surprise. And in third place, United Kingdom. Now, of course, I recognize that I speak English in these podcast episodes. And so of course, the countries with predominantly English speaking people are going to listen to the episode. But last year, I remember India being in my top three. And so Canada took India's place. So that's been kind of interesting, interesting to see, to see where, you know, listeners are from. There's actually a company that reached out to me that wanted to promote on the podcast. And I was like, oh, this is going to be so great. And they were from Australia. So I went to look at my Australia downloads and Listeners from Australia, I don't have many. And so I remember I had to write the company and I said, hey, you know, I really appreciate you guys reaching out. It sounds like what you do is great. It was uh, it had to do with like interior design and like furniture and like, you know, sourcing and things like that. It was an interesting company. But I was like, you know what? I don't think you will benefit from my podcast because my audience is predominantly, you know, in the Northern Hemisphere, specifically, you know, the United States, Canada. And I, that's when I saw United States, Canada and the United Kingdom. But yeah, so that's been really, really interesting to see. I want to thank you for celebrating two years of From the Honeycomb podcast with me today. You know, a lot of work and dedication goes into each episode. Like I said, I am constantly seeing, you know, what you guys are listening to, what you're liking, and seeing, you know, what I can do, what information you're curious about, you know, what guests, what topics I can bring you to share with you. Because as I'm, you know, as you're learning and growing, understanding new topics, I'm growing and learning with you. And, you know, I am just so fascinated by so many topics. I mean, just looking at the last few weeks, we've had topics about architecture school, 
that talks about bluefin tuna, Atlantic bluefin tuna. I know I had a friend reach out to me. She's like, I don't know why. She's like, that is such an interesting topic. Like, where did you get that from? And I said, you know what? I've been following Alana for a while. I was really interested in tuna. And where else am I going to learn this information? I don't want to watch, you know, a documentary. I want to be able to ask questions, which I love to ask questions. And so that's really... I just, any topic really just that seems to be in, you know, also thinking in the like-mindedness and, you know, Alana did have, so we're talking about the Atlantic bluefin tuna, because I know that was a little bit of a different episode than usual, you know, not architecture, get wellness or travel, but it was, you know, we talked about sustainability and that is something that I believe in. And so it was really great talking to Alana. So that was a good episode looking back on that, but yeah, it's been, what a ride it's been this last year. Just, I can't believe it. It's been a journey, and I'm very excited to look forward to what the next year will bring from the Honeycomb Podcast and what amazing guests are going to come on and the topics we're going to cover. And, you know, it's I'm excited, and I hope you're excited too. So thank you so much for your support each week. I am beyond grateful for you tuning in, for you listening, for you liking, for you sharing your podcast episodes, for everything. It just, it means the world to me that you are listening and that you allow me to, you know, be in your ears every week for a specific time talking about just all a variety of topics. So thank you so much and see you next Friday. Thank you for listening to this episode of From the Honeycomb Podcast. As we conclude, I want to express my gratitude for joining me in today's episode. I hope you have found it insightful and inspiring. If you enjoyed today's episode, please take a moment to rate, review, and click that like button so you never miss an episode. And don't forget to share this with your friends. You can follow me on Instagram at From the Honeycomb Podcast, and you can also further your support of From the Honeycomb by visiting the patron link provided in the show notes. Your contribution helps make more episodes possible. And lastly, don't forget to subscribe to my monthly newsletter, A Spark of Positive Energy, that comes out on the 7th of each month. Thank you so much, and see you next Friday.